0: Can you be Jewish and racist at the same time? No,
1: it's impossible. Ask Kyrie Irving.
2: Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, Gen Nation, everybody to the Oversell podcast. We have a special guest here tonight. We have the captain himself joining us for our recap of War Games. (laughs) As always, I'm your man, Zuplex City. My man One Shots here. We are ready to go. We're gonna talk about we're gonna run this down match by match. The whole event from from last night and uh, give give you guys our thoughts and uh, predictions and everything on on what's going on in the WWE right now. So War Games, fellas. Fantastic event, one of my favorites from NXT. <laughs> uh, back in the day, WCW used to do war games. Um, crazy concept match. Uh, the last five years, NXT has been doing war games, and every war games match has been an absolute like banger of an event. So, they brought it up to the main roster now. We're here doing it for Survivor Series. Did you guys think that missing out on the traditional Survivor Series match was a miss? Or do you think uh, changing it with War Games was the right move?
0: Go ahead, John.
1: Um, First off, thanks for having me, guys. Great to join you. Oh, no, absolutely. Um, I listened to. Uh, listen to this podcast uh so far i've listened to everyone on my way to work that you guys have put out great job great content by the both of you guys so great job there number two um so can i go with both uh i actually i missed i missed the traditional survivor series layout but i like this one right so yeah it almost felt like it should be its own pay-per-view war games and we should have our own survivor series so i I sort of was like i was really torn you you felt they tried to bring in the element of um i guess raw versus smackdown i you know but it, it was or or championship matches i don't know it was definitely not what I'm used to seeing where, like, Raw invades SmackDown, SmackDown invades Raw, yeah. and you get that. lead up to it. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, now we got something different. Um, It, it was unique, man. It was unique.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat where, like, I did. I missed the traditional Survivor Series match, but the War Games matches were so bombastic that, like, you really had to love them. I think next year they split them. They got to give us a Survivor Series and a War Games pay-per-view and just leave it like that. Because like you said, the the lead up to Survivor Series is some of the best like Raws and Smackdowns that we get. When you have the Raw versus Smackdown Survivor Series matches, who's invading who? Like we got the man Becky Lynch from her Survivor Series. Like that's where that was born. Now that image of her getting busted up by Nia Jax, standing in the crowd with her hand raised all bloody and everything like that that's what created the man so we're missing out on those moments but I agree like this war games matchup was absolutely phenomenal what about you Steve
0: I agree I agree with both of you yeah not much really else to say to it the war games is you introduced to me what like a month ago yeah and I've liked it since so I mean I'm agree with both of you
2: yeah I'll tell anybody out there listening too if you haven't seen if this was your first introduction to war games that's great that's awesome because so i think this was a good introduction for people but if you haven't seen the nxt war games takeovers go back and watch them they're on peacock you can watch them whenever um you're gonna see some of the craziest most fun matches you've ever seen i show me and steve watched one together and he was blown away by it so all right let's uh let's jump into the first match of the night match number one the opener. Was the women's war games match, and for them to open, you know, traditionally in the last five years with the takeovers, they open with either the women's or the men's, and then they close with either the other women's or the men's. A lot of it has to do with cleaning up the ring in between. It takes so much time to do. I don't think they could do two back-to-back war games matches. So we started this one off with Bianca versus Dakota Kai. The teams were. Bianca, Alexa, Asuka, Mia Yim, and the man, Becky Lynch, who returned their SmackDown prior. And then they were facing damage control of Bailey, Dakota Kai, Io Sky, Rhea Ripley, and Nikki Cross. Um, the, uh, The damage control team had the advantage. It started with Bianca and Dakota Kai. And I thought the start was great. I thought Bianca looked strong. She looked great in, in the start with her and uh, Dakota. Um, I felt like this was a real time for Dakota to, to shine being one-on-one with Bianca, and I don't think she really pulled it off well enough. What do
1: you think, John? Not only did she not pull it off, um, it was, it was a, a, a blaring issue that we, either they wanted to make Bianca look so good right which she looked yeah. amazing either they wanted her to look so good or they wanted to give dakota a chance and to me i went when it when it was done we were talking throughout this right so we were uh uh you know zoop you and i were kind of going back and forth a little bit just yeah. you know, little opinions um man it left me hungry or somebody dominant because the 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 bianca looks so incredible and i'm like dude there's these other women are so outmatched right now and even in a war games match right when the second wrestler came in who was the Mm -hmm. second one that came in
2: uh the second one on that side
1: was EOSky. Sky. EO Sky. It was. It was yeah. even worse. It was a debacle. Yeah. I, I was like, dude. I mean, this is. This couldn't go any worse, from a creative standpoint, on that end, and any better, for pushing Bianca and her greatness anymore. Yeah. Right.
2: I agree with that. Um, I think. There's a there's definitely a level here, right? Where you have Bianca, Alexa, Oscar, they're on a and even Rhea Ripley. Like they're on a yeah. different level than the rest of the girls that were in this match and it was obvious. Like it was obvious. Painful. Like e, Eo and Dakota had about 3 or 4 botches in this match. Yep. Um I put ba- I put Bailey into that upper upper level also um but yeah so eo comes in you know and it was just kind of like bianca was carrying them basically through the match like they didn't they were all over the place like it was very odd and considering they're they're two of the only ones that were in this match that have been in an award games match before like, they, they made it painfully obvious to it. Michael Cole was repeating it 19 times. Dakota Kai and EOS Kai have been in five war... This is their fifth War Games match. Yeah, Right? So, like, how are you coming to the main stage and that's what you're giving us? It was it just felt like a miss for me. I don't know. I agree. I agree. You know? Um, and then Asuka comes in for the Bianca team, and she had a great uh what are we what are we calling it a hot entrance instead of a hot tag yeah yeah <laughs> right that, that makes sense right the hot entrance yeah yeah so Oscar has a hot entrance comes in just decimates everybody with that Japanese strong style that you should use she looks fantastic um and I don't know if I don't know if Dakota and EO can keep up it's surprising to me that EO can't keep up considering they used to be tag team partners in Japan
1: did you not no. feel though, did you not feel that Asuka made the entrance and it was very, it was, dude, it was super powerful. Yeah. Right? Strong style. She's doing her thing. And I felt as the match went on, she faded further and further away from that top tier. I, I She lost me as the match went on. She came in. I was like, I'm like, man, Asuka looking very good. And, and Listen. Let's be serious. The WWE in the beginning really pushed Asuka as one of the oh, yeah. as one of the main women, right? And she had her matches with Becky and Sasha Banks and 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 Charlotte and like it just felt to me I we got that Asuka and then she became Dakota. Like I I didn't there was nothing that separated for me. I I didn't feel it. The 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 person I felt the energy from other than obviously, you know, uh, Rhea when she came in, um, you know, and and Bianca carrying it through, like Bailey when she came out of the, when she came out of the gate that whatever it is, um, and she walked to the ring. She had this moxie about her. You know, she goes in the ring and she's throwing ladders in, right? Which, yeah. by the way. There was more things unused in the women's match than I've ever seen before in my life. Um, I mean, my 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 dad, my stepdad sitting here with me, he never watches wrestling, right? And he looks at Rhea Ripley, he's like, first of all, that is the largest woman I've ever seen. Second of all, he's like, they're really putting all they're gonna use all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you gotta stick around. And they used the one ladder, right? And then yeah. that was really they used a lot of trash can lids. But uh, Kendo sticks—75
2: Kendo sticks in there. No one swung one. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was except for when they all climbed up to the cage. Decoration. It like Bianca was gonna power slam all of them, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, and none of that happened. And they—you so would. An I, I think that I was an audible. I think that was an audible. I think. I think. I think, I think, I think they realized they were unsteady and
2: on they called it off.
1: Yeah, there yeah. was something going on, but but Bailey to me just like her moxie. Something about her felt to me um, like you know she had it. I definitely enjoyed. Well, I, I love her new gimmick, man. Her new heel turn, heel turn manager, yeah, man. Because you know, listen, she at first it felt a little forced, but now she's like through and through, like a villain. You know, yeah, she's leaned into it. Yeah, she. So I, I, I enjoyed watching her in the match, but like I said, I, I, I thought that it was so. The women's roster in general, I don't know what it is, but it feels it feels weaker than it ever has to me. Um, and I don't know if it's because we're missing Charlotte, which is is I mean, come on, um, you know, not having like a, even though Ronda Rousey sucks. Having her in there adds something. I don't know what it is. Like you know, whatever. Um, well, we'll get
2: to Rhonda when, when we get to her.
1: No, I know, and yeah. Shayna Basley and whatever. But you know, there's there's still dominant figures, and we got yeah. Dakota, and we got you know, like it, it. It felt like they were. It was two factions against each other, like the men's match, right? And it was. Well, it feels like
2: to me the the newer girls aren't stepping up to the plate.
1: Agreed. Yeah, that's 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 the no. way saying it. You got you
2: got Bianca like top of the heap. She looks great. Like real looks great. Oscar looks great. Alexa looks great. Bailey looks great. And then the rest of these girls come in and they're just not yeah. they're not they're not pulling to the same level as the rest of these girls. So you see like a big, a big, big shift. Like it just it's not working together, right? If you had replaced like Io and Dakota and Nikki Cross, with like Sasha, um, Charlotte, and like even Shotzi Blackheart. Cause Shotzi's actually really good in the ring. And she's, I feel like she's on that level. Um, And we'll get to her later on too. Mia Yim's kind of like, I was disappointed with her this being her like debut return with the whole like she's part of the oc they're facing the judgment day yeah. she's supposed to go after Rhea the whole time like the spot through the ladder was fucking amazing yes but like i wanted her to come in and be the game changer
1: yeah
2: you know what i'm saying on her entrance like her entrance she like just kind of came in and just did a couple of moves or whatever she should have grabbed one of those kendo sticks and just cleared house because yep. they were building her up to be that person who's going to clear house. Yeah. Like she's supposed to be the person going up against Rhea. She's the great equalizer, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think they I don't think they conveyed that to us, you know, because she didn't really do much and then you get you get Becky coming in at the end um Becky's going to do what Becky does. Like she was outstanding. She didn't falter at all. Um what well, you were saying before about Asuka. I think with the war games match, it's so hard to focus on specific people that she kind of got buried a little bit because if you watch in the background, like she she did a German suplex off the top ropes that wasn't even shown on TV, like it's in the background as everybody else is doing. Sure. Like suplexes and stuff. Like I, I just don't think she was um featured as much until you got to the poison mist.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, Poison Miss to me was awesome. No, nah, it was it was good. I mean, listen, I, I I just what I took away from it was this: women's division sucked. The women's revolution came from NXT, and we got probably the most incredible crop of women wrestlers we're ever going to get at one time for the rest of our lives, and we are measuring everybody to them. And those women, uh, you know, the, the, the new girls that are up, like let's call them for what they are, they're NXT wrestlers. That's what we got here. And they are great in NXT because they have great gimmicks and the crowds are great and creative is great and it allows them to be that. They come up to the main roster and unless you have a, a revolution going on and you have the big dogs there to face you, you're a nobody now. And these women have just i don't even know if it's underwhelmed us as much as we there's we're never going to get what we got and yeah and that's it like you're you're you know becky came in the ring and it's it's as clear as day dude she walks in the ring everyone's standing up she's up by herself she beats everybody up she said about 13 times Come on, bitch, stand up, bitch. Stand yeah. up, bitch. And she's yelling at <laughs> Bailey. I mean, it's a, you're looking at her and you're like, this is such a badass fucking chick. And Bailey's a yeah. badass chick. And Mia Ripley's a badass chick. And Bianca's a badass chick. And everyone else could go the fuck home. We'll just watch two on two sit on top of the ring. And even what's her name? Came in and, uh, and Cross. Nikki um, Cross, yeah. I mean, she's supposed to be this psychotic. She had a good high whatever. spot. She had a good, she had high, good high spot. Yeah, and then after that, it was like, okay, it yeah, just exactly. felt. To, it just felt to me like, all right, you have, you're, you're either a, you're either the big dog, or you're a little pup eating out of a little pup bowl. Like yeah. that's just what it is, and everyone's gotta stay the fuck aside.
2: Yeah, I, I think they missed a, they missed a mark on pushing the newer talent a little bit in this match, but I don't think that they were able to step up to the challenge. Yeah. I, honestly, like after watching, like watching the botches that happened, and I got, I got to hit Bianca for a botch too, because she almost broke Na- Bailey's neck with that power bomb. I saw uh, Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Looked, it looked like it was more Bailey's fault than anything, it was. but those things happened like, you know, not everybody's perfect 100% of the time, but like, watching the beginning of this match, Dakota and EO like, they're... Like, they botched, like, eight things in a row. It was wild. It was, I, I was like, I, they can't even get the the flow of the match going because these two chicks are, are screwing up left and right. So, I don't know. The whole thing, it ended strong, I think, um, with them going through the ladder and then, um, you know, the, the the manhandle slam and the KOD and all that stuff. I, I think it was a strong ending. Uh, Becky Lynch and Bianca, they pull out the win. Um... Solid opener, I think, to a to a War Games match. You know, to to the War Games event. I thought it was a good opener, at least. And now we delve into the four matches that no one gives an absolute shit about for this event. Can't wait. <laughs> match number two, we get Finn Balor of the Judgment Day versus AJ Styles of the OC for the. 100 millionth time that these guys have fought each other like I I don't know see this is where I think they screwed up a little bit I think they could have given us a traditional survivor series match in this spot you have the OC you have the judgment day let them bring in two more guys whoever and do it do a survivor series match yep yeah. You know do a smaller survivor series match instead we got aj versus finn um like it was a good match like but those guys are always going to put on a good match right yep. like easy is, is it worth us seeing again on a on a pay-per-view is
1: the question listen nothing from that match was fun uh, there was not anything remotely close to entertaining. actually, when everyone was fighting and somehow they disappeared completely into the stands, it was we were better off for it. And if they would and if they would have shut that down without watching that again, it would have been even fine. There was nothing about it. If I don't get the demon, I don't even want to watch this fucking guy. And I'm so tired of the old. I felt like I was watching DX. Now, yeah. Trying to reenact 30 years ago. It was, it's it's it's. That's what they're trying to do, though. They're trying to reenact this bully club shit from Japan. But it's it's over for me, bro. It's I can't. Yeah. I can't. They're not young enough to do the crazy shit when they had it when they were the club, and it's it's. Dude, how many times, bro? Like, oh, dude. Listen. First of all, two of the greats, Tun AJ Styles, legends. No doubt. Yeah. No one's arguing. Absolutely. It. Gotta give them their props. You oh, know, ev- all of this was forced to me, right? Yeah. Uh, the old well, That's
2: what I'm saying. Was- like, it wasn't a bad match as far as like. Just for You know, the match itself. It's no. just there's no reason for it. No reason. Like, why are we still doing? You no. Know, uh this bully club, New Japan rivalry, like it's been 20 years now. Like we we, we got to move on at
1: some point. It's
2: just,
1: dude, there's, you know, it was good at first, but it's just like, you know, There's so much more creative they can do, bro. We know that. Come mm-hmm. on. There's so much more creative we can do. There's so there's so many things. First of all, the fact that they took the faction away from edge to me was ridiculous because You know, if you want to, if you want a guy who can lead a group, Edge will never be the true rated R superstar stand alone ever again. No one will believe in it. Finn Balor can, bro. Yeah. So the fact is, is why don't you do us a favor? The first Universal Champion was Finn Balor, the demon. Why don't you put Mm -hmm. some fucking face paint on this guy? And let him go for a title run instead of making him some dumb lackey, a part of a group we don't even care to see him a part of anymore. And yeah. let's just watch him go for a title run and put him up against the Seth Rollins because that's, that match was fucking epic, bro. Why don't that's you? Exactly. Why don't you put him where we want to see him? Why don't you put him against against Bray Wyatt the fiend again? Why don't you put him because you know what? He can't go against Brock Lesnar. But Brock Lesnar's not here anymore. So he can go against Roman Reigns. He can go yeah. against these guys. I don't understand. You can have him do anything. No, you don't. You have him come out with a stupid face mask that it looked that like... It no made no sense. I
2: made no sense.
1: Bro, what was that? Okay. I was
2: watching Squid Games.
1: That's what i Bro, what was that? And if Dominic Mysterio can look any more of a pussy than he oh, does next God. to his side i i literally my stepdad was like who's this toolbox next to him he didn't even know him. it just looks like a toolbox bro,
2: it's dude. so funny because like me and steve ran him down on, on the last pay-per-view for the same thing it's just like this kid is not it and they keep pushing him on us every time he's in the ring he looks terrible just terrible mm. Ugh, bro it's it's huh. ridiculous bro this this whole judgment day like i think if you push Judgment Day in a feud with the Bloodline, it's a stronger storyline. Yes, even if it's a small, even if it's a, if it's a short feud, you know it's a stronger storyline because you have a built-in faction then that can go up against, you know, the Bloodline. Maybe you got to add one more guy into the Judgment Day, but they could add in like Carrying Cross. Like you're telling me, Carrying Cross doesn't even into the Judgment Day. Absolutely, like add him in, right? Have them go up against the Bloodline. And have the bloodline have to try and find a female to to handle Rhea Ripley, or Rhea goes up against Sami Zayn. Perfect. You know, and you, you run it that way. Like, there's so much more they could do with this with this Judgment Day thing. I agree. And having it tied up with the OC, like no one wanted to see Gallows and, and Anderson back. Oh. Like God, like they're
1: all. I mean, I love
2: them. Like they're 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 OGs. They're They're great, and this and the other thing, but hang it up already, bro. Like
1: they're they're not—I don't even consider them OGs, bro. I I really don't. They've been around the business. They've been the indie. They've been the Japanese scene. I know they've been around a long time, but sometimes being around a long time doesn't make you an OG. It just means you're around. An OG, and OG are the ones who who made big names. The OC would never have been recognized if they weren't part of a stable with AJ Styles in it. They would never have been recognized if it wasn't in a stable with Finn Balor in it. These guys on yeah. their own have never stood on their own two feet. They're not an OG to me. And that's why when we see the New Age Outlaws, they're fucking OGs because they were great on their own. They were great in a group and they were great in singles. And Very true. and that's why to me, it's, you know, the Rock and Roll Express or Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels. These guys, you know, you're you're there's groups there's factions whatever you want to call them and i just you know i'm just so out on i'm out on it bro i don't want to see it no more i I, it was it was you said it well the matches that no one gave a shit about you said it well
2: yeah yeah you hit the nail Um, on the head i mean for what it's worth aj wins this match i don't know what that means going forward like it just means that we're probably gonna get a tag match on monday night with uh Gals and Anderson versus Damian yeah. Priest and, and Mysterio. Oh, Other than that, like I don't, can't wait. I don't know what else it means. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like whoever won this match, it wasn't going to mean anything because the whole the whole rivalry is pointless in the first place. So, moving on, <laughs> please. Match number three, and this one, women's title, SmackDown women's title. Oh God, Ronda versus like I'm, I just get rid of Ronda at this point. Please. Like, I, I I just, I don't want to see her anymore. Everyone she works with, there's botches in every match and they're not the other wrestler. It's Ronda's fault. There's a big botch in this and it was because Ronda doesn't know how to wrestle still, Like she refuses to learn and all she's doing is just trying to bring her judo and mma background into the ring and adapt it for that and be this badass chick and she just comes off as like as just weak for it all you know like shotzi i thought did amazing in this match but i felt like she was carrying ronda the whole time like you could definitely tell that shotzi with her experience is a more well-rounded wrestler and able to like, actually pull things off in the match, whereas Ronda is just
1: doing Ronda. <clears> throat> Ronda, throat> if, if if you... You want the epitome of somebody who has no fucking clue what they do at their job and what their job description is and how to yeah. do their fucking job? Ronda Rousey's that bitch.
0: It's, it's you, wild, man.
1: She... I have never, never in my life seen somebody so inadequate at what they do. I've never seen someone look dumber at what they do. The face looks she how is it that Brock Lesnar, who does essentially nothing but the same thing over and over again, can make it look so dominating, right? Why is exactly. it that Ronda Rousey has not learned how to throw a fake punch yet and pull it back without letting people know that you suck at doing it? Why is it that every time you lift somebody up in the air, it genuinely looks like you're going to hurt the person you're working with? Yeah. And number three, why is it that every time you're supposed to be dominating a match, we already look at you and say, you suck at what you do. The shit talking in the middle of the match. Please stop. Just stop talking. Oh, just, just stop, I, bro. I can't. I can't take one more second. I literally. And they have to give her the title because they're stuck paying her this money and this contract exactly. that they're in. They exactly. have to give her the title. Because if they don't, it's not like a Brock Lesnar. Or when he comes in, it's a wow factor. You don't get yeah. the wow factor. You get the. Great. Fuck. Ronda Rousey's here. She has the title. Is this over with, guys?
2: When she first dropped, her name brought in ticket sales. Made sense, right? Of course. Like, you're debuting Ronda Rousey. She's now at the WWE. Her name's going to bring in ticket sales. Does her name bring in ticket sales anymore with the content that she's giving us? I don't think so. I don't like there was no one that was excited about that match, that audience. Like, everybody was. Like just get get this match over with. Let's just go, and like I understand like Shotzi's not a big name, but she's a professional and she was she's good at what she does. Like I've seen her in NXT, like I've seen her on on WWE uh, on the main roster and stuff like that. She's good, right? But when your dance partner is has got two left feet, there's only so much you can fucking do, and really? that's that's what happens with with Ronda. The whole of Baszler being there and then. It's forming this weird like, oh, and, and Shane is a crazy story because like, shana adapted to wrestling way better than Ronda did. Way better, you know, way better than Ronda did. And Ronda's still just like, I'm gonna do what I do, and blah 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 blah. I did like the little crowd spot that they had where they they all went into the crowd and took out the entire front row. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was it was a nice little spot in a match that
1: pretty much sucked overall. I mean, is 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 Shayna Baszler supposed to be like her student, her pupil? I don't understand. What is Rhonda teaching her other than how to not speak on the mic, not work with your with your opponent very well, not have a good storyline, and not have a good gimmick? What what is she teaching? Shayna Baszler to me looks like someone who will come in and beat your ass. And she's yeah. gonna she's not gonna say very, very much. She's gonna talk as much as she needs to. She works very well, and she's not going to leave the ring, and, and you're not going to say she just sucks. You're never going to say yeah. that with her. But no. Ronda, upon entrance, I want her to just walk backwards back into the backstage.
2: Yeah, it's it's wild, man. It really is that they keep pushing her. Know. You know, I mean, I, the, the, I mean, I don't know what it means that Ronda won this match. I don't think it means anything. Like, Nothing. I don't know. I don't know where this goes. I mean, the only the only thing that I can see happening is when Charlotte returns, she goes up against Ronda and takes the strap off her. Has to. I guess that's the only thing at this point that we can do with with this because you got a strong Raw champion, right? You got Bianca. You know, let her let her be that strong Raw champion. She got enough. She got Becky over there. You got Bailey over there. You got enough like opponents for her. Smackdown, like you got Ronda and. Without Charlotte, it's just pointless at this point. So that was match number three. Match number four. This was a little bit more of a surprise, I think. Um, Also, not something that I think anybody really wanted to see. I think there's a big miss. Mm -hmm. But, But the ending makes sense. I think this is a good push for somebody. Why I think it is a miss. So this is a triple threat match. Bobby Lashley, Austin Theory, uh, Seth Rollins. My problem with this is there's no reason for Bobby Lashley to be there whatsoever. Zero. Like, that's where I think this is a miss. is because if you had a banger match between Theory and Rollins, and I know Steve hates Austin Theory. With a passion. <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm with you. Um, but I do like the, the turn that they gave him. Taking away the cell phone, no more selfies, kind of got a little bit of an edge to him. I said it to you last night, he reminds me of ruthless aggression John Cena. Right? Before, before he became rap star John Cena, there was that period where he had he was wearing the, the short shorts, and he was smacking Kurt Angle, and he was just like, ruthless aggression. What? <laughs> like that version of john cena that admittedly didn't go over well until he started the rap thing right but he reminds me a little bit of that version of john cena where he's just young a little on the smaller side because cena wasn't you know (sighs) yet um (laughs) you know we don't talk about
1: that we don't talk about
2: that but
0: we don't talk about bruno
2: we don't talk about bruno um so this match, you know, Theory's New Direction is great. Who's better than Seth Rollins at this point, man? Nobody. Like, the guy knows how to work a crowd better than anybody. Absolutely anybody.
1: Bro, and again, um, I'm trying my best right now. I'm trying my best. You ready for this, Steve?
0: I'm ready. I'm
1: listening. Zuplex and I are talking back and forth whatever you know we're talking about wrestlers comparing <laughs> our thoughts on generational talent and thoughts on <clears throat> potential champions i'm sure zuplex will lead us into that at some point yeah. and we're talking about rollins's greatness and we're talking about uh you know and zuplex said it last night <clears throat> how unnecessary lashley was yeah completely unnecessary. i say In the beginning of this match, they have to have theory win this belt tonight. Unfortunately, if you want this guy's character to grow, he needs to beat a Seth Rollins, right? Now, obviously, Zuplex in Zuplex had to argue with me as he always does, (laughs) not knowing that he can't see me, and he goes, Not necessarily. He can get over in a loss, just not with Lashley there, which is fair, but-
2: I didn't say uh, anything wrong.
1: (laughs) But, I no, you didn't say anything wrong, but about six minutes later, I started to say over and over again, I told you, because Harry won the match, and I wrote in capital letters, I write this shit. Now here, (coughs) here was my, here was the problem. Triple H taking over creative, I think I I heard you say it, I think on your your first Wrestling podcast, that it was probably the best thing That's happened at WWE in a long time You guys guys both said it You like the creative, you you know what I mean So I listened to you guys on the way to work, you said that The last Memory Everybody has Of Vince McMahon Is pushing Theory In the ring That was his last wrestling storyline There is no way possible, after the fucking Money in the Bank debacle that happened. The briefcase debacle. The character debacle. The Vince McMahon debacle. Triple H was not going to do something to give Theory a chance and say, Oh, you see, Vince did have an eye for talent. He knew what he was doing This was Vince's guy And he had it in him The whole time Even if Triple H Looks at him and says Come on bro Could he beat Lashley? No Could he beat Seth Rollins? No fucking way Right? Like we know that But if there's one way To give him a push Make him a super villain Because Rollins is Very over Right? I mean the The whole match All we heard was Oh Uh, the whole match right and lashley's throwing people around so it's you know what it really is it's it's the lashley gives the lesnar effect he's the big ogre that probably is stronger than everybody else and when he's in there he's he's also
2: half as entertaining
1: as lesnar no he's a 10th as entertaining (laughs) Uh, and by the way I'm the world's largest Lesnar hater. So for me to oh, say I know that you are. says a lot. Um and theory, you are just like you repackage him as the ruthless aggression guy, like you said. I like lo- you know, uh, it makes sense. A little, a little, it's it's a little close to it, close to it. Not yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you repackage him as that and you beat the guy that will probably honestly end up winning the titles later on. Um and the U.S. title is is a very finicky title, and you did say that. Um, you did say that you know that Cena got a ton of guys over without losing uh, the U.S. title, and you said it was what the yeah. what the U.S. title was for, right? So the U.S. the U.S. title is to build talent. It's always yeah. been. And and I, I think it's one of those things that you can build talent either way with a loss or with a win, but you have to do it the right way. And yeah. and look, look look how many times WWE missed with Roman Reigns losing a title or winning a title, right? Like, you can kill yeah. somebody or, or make somebody great. Um, you can miss completely. Uh, you know, but I think in this particular time, even if they missed, it was the only way you can have theory in this match because oh. only, bro... They, Theory's not in a class with either of these two bozos. And Considering it
2: was a triple threat, I bu- I agree with you. In a one-on-one match with Rollins, he can get over in a loss.
1: He's nowhere in the same class. Neither of them are. Rollins no, but Rollins,
2: uh, Rollins, but Rollins can make him look good. The same way John did with countless wrestlers. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, Rollins, if it was a one-on-one match, Rollins can make this kid look so good. That he gets
1: over. You know, Rollins is the goat. I mean I I'm sorry, bro, but it, it's it's it is it's painfully obvious, and I said it last night. This is the closest, closest we're gonna get to Shawn Michaels. Period. The kid has the flash, he's got the moxie, he can beat you from the top rope, he can beat you on the mat, he's got He's got a way of stealing everybody's moves, and you feel like they're his. Like, yeah. he, does, he does a pedigree, and you're like, fuck, man. You do it <laughs> so good. Like, you're, you and you want to say, like, oh, of course you're going to steal it. But every time he does it, it's great. He does a sweet no, but at this point,
2: it's part of his character. Everything,
1: but everything is. It's like he yeah. soaked it up, and he makes it, it's what we should have gotten with Dolph Ziggler.
2: Yes, I mean it. I'll it's agree with what that. We should have gotten Ziggler, with Ziggler. ten years ago, I said was I would say was the closest thing we were going to get to Shawn Michaels. Hundreds. He, he could have been that that guy if they had just pushed him the right way. Nah. Because like, look, I know I know, you know. Going back to what we always talk about the biggest guy in the room and it's something like that. Shawn Michaels was never the biggest guy in the room, but he he presented himself that way.
1: Oh, his per, his persona was his larger than life.
2: You know so like he was always a threat no matter what like he wasn't the size of the undertaker but when he fights the undertaker at wrestlemania you're like yo Shawn michaels could beat the undertaker you know you believe it you know um i'll push back on you on one thing though i i think after thinking about it after thinking about our conversation last night um i think hunter kind of pushed theory as a fuck you to vince I think what he did was he changed his entire his entire gimmick first and it was like the yeah, gimmick was, was trash talent. Vince <coughs> was right he his talent. but here's the thing Vince was wrong because he gave him this stupid fucking gimmick that everybody hated watch what I do with this kid I'll show you that I was right all along that's what I think I don't know I uh, might be wrong on that
1: but yeah, Triple H there's nothing there's nothing to me. There's nothing that says, you know, like Triple H is trying to send a fuck you to Vince McMahon. Maybe not who who went out? Who went out the way he did, very unceremoniously, and and was his mentor and sort of handed the business to him as his son. And it's it just says to me. I just, I just really believe that this was Triple H's way of, of like, of trying to cement the fact, because listen, the, the most recent podcast he did, the interview he did with, um, with that, the, 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 no, he's like an Arab guy, Middle Eastern guy, a young guy, like he does UFC, does this, he's a really good,
0: um,
1: he's awesome, Ariel Helwani yes he's great right and he uh yeah. and you know he he paid so much homage to, to vince and he and he talked about his unique ability to seek talent and to do these things and whatever there's no i like i can't see it i just can't like triple h is too classy for right. it you know if i i, 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 I could see cm punk stiff. i could see and even though triple h and cm punk they were <clears> I, <throat> I i could see triple h saying you know this is my project you know yeah
2: is this is that for years and this is going back to when like even even with the dx stuff triple h and vince always butted heads on because vince was always stuck in what worked in the 80s will always work sure right and when the things were, you know, when they were losing to WCW every Monday night and Triple H and Scott Hall and all those guys would go in and be like, Vince, we need to make a change. And you was like, ah, oh, it'll work out. Oh, trust me, we got home and everything's fine. You know, <laughs> and like, just being, just being Vince, just stuck. Like Vince was always stuck in his ways. And I'll agree, like, he's the GOAT. He's the one that finds all this talent. He's the one that, like, really, He's got the best eye for talent in the business, but what to do with that talent, I think the world kind of passed Vince by. And I think that's what Triple H is better at, is like seeing the talent that's there and knowing what to do with it now. Whereas Uh Vince was just kind of like stuck in the, oh, he's a giant. It'll work like spectacle. Everybody wants to see spectacle.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I I think Vince got the, I think Vince got the short end of the stick because I think that, I think people want to see a giant. I think people, I just think there's, people didn't have to be so good on the mics and they could say cheesy shit back in the day and it worked. And I think, I think what happened was, was all the giants we got didn't know how to do any mic work. So you know, Braun Strowman I mean, fucking sucked I mean, on the I mean, mic.
0: Kevin Nash was pretty good.
1: But Kevin Nash came up as Big Daddy Cool Diesel, bro. He yeah. wasn't Kevin Nash, brother. So, remember, he came but up because of Vince. But he, uh, that was because of Vince, he came up as Big Daddy Cool and then they put him with Scott Hall and then they were the outsiders in WCW and he didn't talk very much. You know, Scott Hall did a lot of the savvy stuff and he, when Kevin Nash came on the mic, he was very like you know, um, yeah. it's just I don't know. There's, there's
2: good big men and there's bad big men. There's good yeah. giants, there's bad giants, right? Sure. Sure. Get, sure. You, for every big show, you get almost, oh, you know, oh, you know God. what I'm saying. Like, like, Braun is a Braun, in my opinion, was a guy who sucked on the mic at first and then got way better. Agree. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like he got oh, yeah. way better on the mic, like he got fantastic on the mic. But then you know they just weren't doing anything with him. Like that guy, like he was so over at one point, and for you to not make him the champion was
1: ridiculous. Nah, they and killed him. They killed him. They killed him. They, Kill they him. got him. They got him over. They put. They. He was so over, bro. And they did exact. They did everything they could to screw this guy. And you know who actually the same thing they did it to, and it was CM Punk and, and the CM Punk Shield uh, <laughs> era. Mm-hmm. Ryback. Yeah, and, Ryback was another one. And Ryback, he came on, he started to have like pretty good takes on the mic, wasn't so bad, started to finally get over, and they would not give this guy the title, bro. It, yeah. Every match was somebody would interrupt. Every cage match with CM Punk, Every it didn't matter, bro. It didn't matter. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's almost as if they're like, listen, they're the most dominant guy in the ring, so they don't have to have the belt it's weird yeah. right you're it's weird you're, it really is you're so dominant you don't have to have the belt
2: yeah
1: so it's like, an odd
2: it's an odd choice I don't I don't I don't get it man yeah
1: I don't know hopefully with Triple H
2: everything changes as far as that respect to so like let's just get rid of Omos at
1: this point How long, bronze, A, that giant that giant roll? how long I want to know from the two of you how long does theory keep this belt um
0: he loses it the first time he has to defend it
1: okay I, I think I I'm think dead, he I'm has a,
2: uh, I think he has a rivalry with Seth that goes on for a little while. I don't even think so. I think that's the way to push the kid though. You know you know, you know maybe, maybe he loses it right away, but maybe then he, he gets it back and then it's then he becomes the the thorn in Seth's side. You know what I mean?
1: Who was Seth feuding with right before theory? No one. No, It
2: was
1: Lashley, really.
2: like That's why Lashley was in that match. He took the U.S. title off Lashley.
1: He had that feud with Rhodes, Rhodes got hurt. Then he feuded with somebody else after. Uh,
2: I don't even think it was a feud, dude. To be honest with you. I think
1: he's just doing matches. (laughs) I think Theory, I think... um, I think Theory loses it relatively quickly. I don't know
0: he he was feuding with the uh, fuck. What's his name? RK Bro, dude.
1: Oh, Riddle.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: He was feuding yeah, with Riddle.
1: That's what. I, that's I'm like. <laughs> I think because uh Randy Orton had his back fused. I think Riddle takes. Yeah. I think Riddle takes the belt off of Fury. well that might be it. That's interesting.
2: Because that's you have to.
1: Because you have to have riddle was what riddle and and randy orton were very good tag were very good tag champions worked very well yeah, I like, love it, game, bro, man. it was a great gimmick and and i think that riddle um i think that riddle deserves a belt and i think he can pull it off and i think that the crowd needs to see him he's got good energy and i think when they pinned him up against seth rollins they fucking buried him i think that's what they did you haven't seen him yeah and you can't first of all seth rollins is uh, bro, you can't have some California dude in a mic game with Seth Rollins. Bro. No, you can't. It was way. He's like, you know, bro, uh, you know, bro, and Seth Rollins is like, brother, your wife doesn't even want you. Okay, like, so it was, it was as bad as it got. But I think he's great in the ring, so you can make him a champion. And I don't even think Theory's that great on the mic, you can have two idiots going at it and one winning. We
2: we got to see how the Theory's new gimmicks going to play out, too. You know, we got to see how he is on the mic now. Like now that he's not doing this, like I'm the golden boy selfie, yeah. like that type of shit. Like now that that's all gone. We got to see. We got to see what type of my skills this kid's really got. He might blow us away. We don't know. We got to um, see. We got to see what he's doing. Look at
1: Steve's face. He's so angry right now. Uh, I mean, I, Steve, I don't uh, see uh,
0: a uh, redeeming uh, factor uh, in him.
1: I'm I'm, uh, I'm, I'm with Steve here. I'm with Steve here on this. Yeah.
2: All right. So we're going into the main event now. Match number five, the men's war games match. Acknowledge him, as John would love to say. The Bloodline versus the Brawling Brutes with Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens. This match was amazing. I thought it was. I thought it was really good. I thought it was a really, really good match. Um, I said to John before the match started. I said I was a little worried about this because I didn't think the brawling brutes were the right group of guys mm-hmm. to put in a war zone type, war games type of match. Um, and I mean, some of it was kind of like, eh. You know, Rich Holland was basically useless <coughs> the entire time. Very. Um, he had no real high spots at all, except for his his entrance. I
0: his thought it was engine. a mediocre match.
2: Thought so I thought mean, it was listen, mediocre as fuck. I mean, now John's never seen a War Games match, correct?
1: I have seen a War Games match. I've actually i've seen a i've seen a few of them. I've also seen because uh, remember, I prior to NXT, this is not the first War Games, right? So no, no,
2: I'm talking about. Have you seen anything in the modern era?
1: No, other than that, than AEW's War Games match or whatever they call it. Yeah,
2: I'm not, I'm not, we're not counting those. Mm-hmm. The, no only, I um,
1: haven't.
0: the so only thing. The
2: only thing. and watched a War Games match that had uh, the War Raiders, who are the Viking Raiders now with Ricochet and Pete Dunne, who's Butch, they changed him to Butch now. Yeah, yeah. Versus the Undisputed Era, like Adam Cole and all those guys. And that's one of the premier War Games matches. I'm telling everybody out there, if you haven't seen a War Games match, Go watch that one because that'll that'll make you hooked on board games forever. I'm telling you. Um, compared to that match, this
1: match was pretty mediocre.
0: <laughs> All this match to me was just to further the bloodline storyline. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, that's because
0: there. I, I didn't. There wasn't real any good high points in the match.
1: What 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 are you gonna get, Steve? What what are you gonna At some point, okay, you're going to run, first of all, there's not like 75 factions running all over the place that have the size. Second of all, the size physically and the size by numbers with star power. Second, how much of Roman Reigns individual, how much of Uso individual can you do without having them all in the same ring together fighting with the storyline to build up? War Games was the perfect sort of breather for not having another Roman's title match that you knew he was going to win. Right, you're, f- on line. Line. you're running out of ideas. He just faced fuck one of the Paul brothers. Like, it's over. The title run, the title run. It must be
0: if he very- loses. If he loses his title, it's going to be to Kevin Owens. Nah. I think it is Whoa. because because how Whoa. how sammy's how Sammy played like he was so upset he, right he no. was so upset about everything that happened. I think no. it's going to come down to Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns, and Sammy's going to betray the Bloodline, and it's going to go in KO's favor.
2: Before we get into the ending here, hold on, hold on. let's, let's break this match down a little bit. Let's break this match down a little bit. we we'll, we'll have the time. We're going to get there. We're going to get there, guys. Don't worry we got to break this match down a little because there's a lot going on. There's Mm -hmm. a lot that happened, um, a lot more than I think. And I'll agree with Steve. There wasn't a lot of high spots in this match. Sure, There wasn't a lot of like big spots in this match, but this match did a few things at the end that I think push a lot of different storylines across. Uh, so first off we had, it start off with Butch and Jay. Butch looked great. Like, this kid is, you know, Pete Dunn, Butch, whatever you want to call him. The joint manipulation, your, you know, English strong style gimmick, I think works really well um, in a match like this, where he's breaking Jay's fingers and, (laughs) and all this other stuff. And that kid sold his arm being hurt this entire match. The entire match, he's sitting there like this. Yeah. Amazing yeah oh, I, mean, listen, I gotta call out something good when i see it you know what i mean yeah Being able to for that long is a is a solid so you you show that the guy's got talent he's professional
1: right? listen, the, the guy just screams rabid dog like there's not he can't he's got no mic skills it's hard to understand him he's a european champion i mean uh, like uh, a european nxt right champion yeah. um and he's just a bruiser. <laughs> He's always been a bruiser. You get him in the ring. He's got his onesie on, and he just fucking mauls you to death, right? Like, okay, pulls that off great. He's a wily guy. Every time he's in the ring, he's jumping around. He's pushing people. He's headbutting people. He's hurting himself. You know what the fuck the guy's doing. To me, okay, cool. You're just the, you're just the rabbit dog of the team. There's nothing fun except for seeing you be energetic. And by the way, the perfect guy to have him go head-to-head is the guy who's also mentally unstable and jay Uso. <laughs> like True. it made it made perfect sense to me they opened the match they're both like you know not so normal and you're like okay this totally makes sense i liked both of them i like you know you knew who was coming in after what the fuck's his name holland oh, holland? oh god bro it's it was I had it, he had was a good interest what I mean, was the he brought in, what, he bring garbage cans in? What he bring in the thing?
2: I don't know. He, he came in. He just started, you know, he started doing that back and forth through the, uh, to the corners and stuff like that. And, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, running, bomb, bomb, yeah. Bomb,
2: bomb, bomb. I mean, listen, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. He's not the most exciting guy to watch, but it was a strong, I thought, you, you saw the 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 power behind him a little bit. You know, he showcased that a little bit, at least. The Brawling Brutes to me, like, uh, and I said it to you before the match, I didn't think they were the right guys to be in this match. I would have much rather had seen the New Day in with McIntyre, Owens, and find a fifth than had done the Brawling Brutes. Because I think, I think Sheamus was kind of a, one that has got to be in here too. uh, But then we had, you know, after Ridge comes in, then you have Jimmy's about to come out.
1: Sick. And it Roman stopped. pulls him back. That was a great segment.
2: Like, no, no, no. I want Sammy in there.
1: Great you segment.
2: Know? Great segment. And it, it pushed off of the segment right before the match where you saw Roman talking with Sammy, doing the whole, like, are you with us or are you against us? I need to know. I need to look in your eyes. And you weren't sure how this was going to play out. And Roman kind of left him to the dogs a little bit. Jay was beaten up. <laughs> Sammy goes in. Is there no better professional at this point than Sami Zayn?
1: Uh, right now, I, I tell you, I, I've never been a big Sami Zayn fan. No, you've like but you've you called him.
0: If you watch uh, the press uh, conference press after this, <laughs> if you watch the press conference after this, I mean, Paul Heyman kind of summed it up pretty well.
1: you said, "I didn't see the press conference." Oh,
0: you're gonna have to watch it.
1: Yeah. All right. I, I mean, see. I I I I can tell you. Um, to me, not only has Sami Zayn resurrected his, uh, dead career in my mind, um, because listen, the only feud that mattered was the Sami Zayn KO feud that, you know, started in NXT with that bad blood and the injuries that, you know, they caused, you know, when KO fucking powerbombed him 13 times on the side of the, the ring and hurt him. And then, you know, they were family friends and they came back it took a man and, it was, you know, and then it it, it leaked over. And once that was done, it was done to me. Um, and maybe a little Shinsuke and Sammy. Um, uh, One so of the best me- matches right here. year. That's what, yeah. Best so like maybe fan. a little, very similar styles, you know, it yeah. was fun to watch. Inter- both guys are entertaining. They're very, you know. Uh, Actually, uh,
2: what's crazy is that year, Sammy had the his his uh, leaving match at NXT against Shinsuke, which was. One of the best matches of the the year. And then the same week, his debut match against John Cena,
1: which was one of the best matches of John Cena's career. Yeah, I mean, every match is a five-star match for John Cena. But I uh
2: no, John Cena's even said it like that. The match with Sammy was was one that was like stands out to him.
1: Yeah. You know? I, Sammy uh he he did, you know, he does great work, but his I don't know what it is about him now but this storyline uh, the 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 bloodline it's just enabled him to hone in on like perfecting his craft he doesn't have to be on the mic the whole time when he's in like a one-on-one feud right yeah. he now has spots where when he comes in he's like trying to break character right he's trying to get them all to get fucked up and he's got <laughs> he's got these just his job is to is to make a moment special make yeah. a moment make a moment right it's never it's never bro you have to you have to carry this conversation it doesn't have to do that and, he, and he's not the guy that has to carry the match either you have other people in the ring the usos are one of the greatest ta- bro they're one of the greatest tag teams of all time period they're they're in their in-ring capabilities is unbelievable on the mic you know before the, the whole day one ish before all this bro they're so good on the mic man and their feuds just on the mic with the between the new day and them are legendary um, and Sammy just came in and it was like how could we fit this odd motherfucker in the middle of a Samoan family and make it legendary and Sammy's like hold my beer like that's yeah. what it felt like he just said- Well, I feel
2: like he injected life back into the bloodline because the, the whole shtick was starting to starting to waver a little bit because they were running out of opponents. They're running out of things to do. Like, like you said before, like, where do they go from here? Roman's facing fucking Logan Paul at WrestleMania. Like, where do they go? You know, I think Sammy injected energy into this storyline now and somewhere for it to go now.
1: I think I both mean, needed each other.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'll agree with that. Yeah, they both needed each other. Yeah, um, his entrance was great.
1: great.
2: Entrance was fantastic. Like he played it right. You know, waiting for Jay to get back up, then sees the opportunity. Then they're mm-hmm. jumping all over Rich Holland, Butch is still in the corner with his arm all broken mm-hmm. up and everything like that. Smart. Like he was, he was playing that ring tactician, Sami Zayn type of type of uh, mentality. And then you got Drew coming in, like. I love Drew McIntyre. I think he's a top guy in the business when they push him to be the top guy in the business. But in this match, like, I don't feel like he was there for anything. You didn't see any spots with Drew. No Claymores, no no you know him jumping off the top rope nothing like that like you know he because he does those high flying things he does that suicide dive over the top rope you know
1: yeah nothing for no. in this match McIntyre didn't wow me McIntyre's never wowed me though and I I, I think I'm very hard-pressed <clears throat> people can say whatever they want to say about what I'm about to say and I don't give a fuck. I I don't care I don't care to see anybody with some sort of an accent being a heavyweight champion sorry don't give a fuck about it uh McIntyre I don't I, scared, I, it, but... sorry bro McIntyre with the accent Seamus with the accent I these guys like I th- there's no mic work to me I I, I don't uh, you know uh bro go, uh, what the fuck does that mean bro like I you, you lost you lost me at hello you 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 fucking lost me at, at at meat and potatoes bro like i i need a guy i can understand on the I apologize mic.
2: To all our irish listeners Stop. out there
1: i don't get you know what you you're you're great fucking people not on the mic i'm sorry i don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm done with it you know you can't push guys that nobody wants to see pushed he's got the physique he looks great when he gets on the mic Am I, is this Braveheart? Am I watching Mel Gibson? What am I watching right now? I don't know what's happening. England's invading Scotland. I don't know. I don't want it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it anymore. Get him the fuck out of the ring right now and get me Roman Reigns back on the mic. Thanks.
2: So you don't think Drew's a top guy? Fuck okay. like him. That's an absurd yeah. statement. It's Look. an absurd statement. I,
1: oh, cool. I, I don't. I get to see one more. <laughs> on. I get to see one more sword. Ooh, okay cool bro you're not doing anything with the sword stop bringing the sword on your <laughs> dumb kilt
0: I, I don't agree with it being because of his accent I just fucking don't <laughs> like the dude <laughs> so, no, it's all so I I agree but disagree
1: it's all accent bro <laughs> I'll
2: tell you though when he had his push with Brock it was a good push like he he, he
1: got over Brock got him over yeah listen you know um, you know you know you know why Brock got him over there was all flat screen tvs during the pandemic and no one could boo him and yell at him and say shut the fuck up on the mic that's why he got over because his tvs bro because if there was real people like me in the stands i would have been yelling what what because i couldn't understand a fucking word he says on the mic uh, bro it's like it's like it's like listening to Shinsuke how can Shinsuke Nakamura be a real champion bro I can't understand the guy I mean listen listen.
2: I'll agree with Shinsuke because he doesn't speak English like at all none of them do Uh, but and like that's that's like the problem that goes back to Asuka like Asuka doesn't speak English so having her on the mic is kind of like it's funny sometimes but for the most part
0: you're going you're going we're going off the rails here (laughs) (laughs) So,
2: so now we got Jimmy enters the match um we get new day prop i mean uh usos proper they're in there with he's in there with jay and sammy and um you know they just i mean again it wasn't like a big entrance nothing really crazy happened um
0: they brought in some tables
2: he brought in some tables i i mean like it it is what it is (laughs) they brought in some tables they brought in some weapons they're good to go um that's where he went with Jimmy coming in, then, and I was surprised by this because I thought KO was going to be that clean up here. I figured
0: he'd be last.
2: I thought he was going to be last also, but instead he comes in fourth. Great entrance from KO. He, he injects a bunch of energy into the match because
1: at that point. Briefly. After, after, yeah, very briefly. But, you, but you, guys, you guys got through the other guy on the mic that speaks well, Sheamus?
2: No, we wouldn't get the guys. Okay, We're great, fine. great,
1: great. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. We're okay. talking about Jimmy yeah, Uso know. coming in and basically just bringing tables into the, into the ring. Then nothing happened. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Who came in, Kevin Owens nothing. coming
0: in, giving Jimmy a little bit in, of hype, falling off.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ko came in and really in- injected some energy into the match. Like he came in, does what Ko does best. um you know, me and John go back and forth on the KO thing a lot because I I feel that he's a top guy in the company. I feel that he's a guy that. Uh, no, I
0: I'll, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. I will yeah. agree with him being I a
2: top dad. guy. John hates him because he looks like somebody's dad.
1: Yeah, Because um, so, uh,
2: not thing. only is yeah. John racist, but he's also a sizes. Uh, okay, uh, first of all, <laughs> hold
1: on a second here, dude. I say
2: very. Wait a minute. I say, I
1: say very, <laughs> first of all you cannot throw the word racist around in 2022 okay because these oh, these right, these, woke, right. these woke pieces of shit will come after me any second now they'll crawl out Look. of the sewers okay dude so that's number that's number one I'm a Jew I'm not racist okay? yeah, I was saying, right. can you be Jewish and
0: racist at the same time No,
1: it's impossible ask Kyrie Irving number two okay number two KO gives guys like me hope because he's a fat guy that is agile so I like watching him it's just awkward because when I watch him and he comes in the ring any moment now I'm like wow dude like he should be at a Nathan's hot dog eating contest but he's agile like he's jumping off the top ropes he's he's all over but I'm like this this fat is a champion how's he a champion it throws me off I can't bro it was like Yokozuna
0: if you watch that first war games that fucking Carmine had me see that motherfucker's oh, agile and he is bigger sorry, than Kevin Owens.
1: he jumps off the top ropes he's a swan time no 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 we're
2: not talking about KO we're talking about uh now he's called Ivar from the Viking Ra- 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 Raiders. Oh, yeah, yeah 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 he's yeah, a yeah. big the son of a big bitch. Big you have no idea I'm telling you right now you watch this match we're gonna I think we should do a reaction with John watching this match too
1: listen uh-huh. I, KO KO's KO's one of the he's a goat on the mic Go, mm-hmm. I'll tell you this That you know He's amazing At his craft Because Stone Cold came out of retirement To have a match with him And he yeah. wouldn't do it with anybody that he didn't trust With his legacy With his body Right, because mm-hmm. Stone Cold One wrong move away from never walking Again And somebody who's witty enough To keep up with him verbally So you know KO is great I love KO. He's awkward to watch, dude. That's all I'm saying.
0: I, I, two things about him. I think his stunner is a little... The executioner is it's weird. It's, 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 and it's weird. It's I do scary. like I do like how he steals the suck it before shit.
1: Yeah.
0: And does that.
1: Oh, listen, he's... At, i I say it about Tom Brady. Tom Brady gives old guys, old generic white guys, a, a, a reason to think like they can do anything and everything. Cause look at Tom Brady, all he does is eat avocado and uh, somehow he's great at football, okay? And he's just, and he, dude, the, the guy doesn't work out. He, you know, he's, uh, bro, he's, he's not like, there's not an ounce of muscle on the guy, right? You're like, this guy's just so ordinary. I look at KO and I'm like, mm-hmm. that's me in a few years. My belly's gonna get rounder and I'm gonna wear boots with knee pads gi Je- i'm gonna wear jorts and the t-shirt and call me <laughs> kevin owens i mean this is what it is i can't see a belt on him like how- <laughs> this guy can't dominate the industry
2: i can see a belt on him bro i can <laughs> definitely
1: see i can see him taking it off roman bro you I you're kevin owens zuplex you are kevin owens if kevin owens has a belt, if the- no you're you are fucking kevin owens if kevin owens has a belt I'm you should have a fucking belt I- yes, yes. You're you're a lot worse. Your 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 mic game is weak. It's a little weak, but you are oh, Kevin go, Owens. Man. You're Kevin Owens, dude. It, it, you should have the title. If he gets the title, I'm protesting. Zuplex should have the title. That's <laughs> it. That's how I feel. That's it. So after
2: KO, we get the injection of Solo Sequoia. Mm-hmm. And if there's anybody that got over better than Sami Zayn in this match, it's Solo because yeah, he sure. came in looking like umaga (laughs) 2.0 yeah and just destroy everybody absolute game changer they made him look like a monster um i like solo is gonna be the future of a lot storylines in the going forward i think all right well said
1: dude he came in all his screams he was dominating he was beating everybody up he looks like a badass he acted like a badass it didn't make him look like a bitch. he's got cool tattoos he's a big samoan he just oh he's great he's great i wish he was a little taller i don't know what it is about it but i wish like i wish he had even even more like dominating physique because his attitude is really dope so like I you know, you look at him, you're like, this is I definitely a- all out, bro. like you're Vince McMahon. Yeah. I am. I am. I, but that's that's what makes me legendary. I am Vince McMahon. I am. Without all the rape allegations, I'm Vince McMahon. Without all rape allegations. You're yeah. Vince McMahon.
0: I think we've hit every trigger word possible <laughs> <laughs> in the last ten minutes.
1: I do have to, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is is you can't you can't tell me. Like he's he's awesome but like if he was if he was like drew McIntyre's stature he would just be so you you look at him and be like holy shit dude it's and roman that, reigns and that was no reigns. no that's the rock the it's rock not, is is
2: i mean i don't know if he's that good on the on the mic to be the rock
1: no no but i'm saying you would look at him when you look at the rock when he will when at the you know, when, when he came back to face Cena and he was just l- a- a St- <laughs> still smaller
0: yeah, than but, Cena. <laughs> but,
2: but, I know. But here's the thing though, like the rock now looks very different from the rock before because the rock's definitely on that Bruno. Love that.
1: I'm a big Which one.
2: Fan. Our podcast is gonna call that from now on is the Bruno.
1: First of all, <laughs> you, you you got have I ever told you <laughs> my, my my take on the Bruno?
2: I'm all for the Bruno.
1: No, no, no. It should be mandatory. (laughs) I think that if you're a professional athlete, I don't care if you fucking you're badminton, you must be on the Bruno. I want to see larger than life animals (laughs) doing animalistic things because I'm paying so much money. If you're not on the Bruno, I'm out on you. I don't care. Baseball Everyone on the Bruno, I'm in. Baseball now, drug tested, I'm out. I want Bruno. I want. I want them to. Spon- I want them to be sponsored by the Bruno. Actually, matter of fact, that's how I feel about it. So, let's get more of that involved in everything that we watch. Thank you very much, WWE. Lifetime <laughs> MVP brought to you by Winstrom. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by D Ball. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that we go on Seamus enters nothing happens cool. Seamus does a bunch of like I'm I'm the Irish guy Seamus blah 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 blah. Uh, the only I mean, thing I can say amazing. with his
0: is when he was breaking out like when he was on somebody's shoulders and delivering those elbows dude he was fucking hitting them with those
1: yeah I'm, those solo. He was on-
0: those he was solo, were legit yeah. fucking rocks
1: yeah how about his, his, 48, works stiff.
2: Beats? How about his 40, 48 beats of the Bowery? Oh, we almost oh. getting into that because we gotta get Roman's entrance in first. Oh, okay. <laughs> then Roman comes in, completely changes the landscape. Now you got both full teams in, the war games match officially starts, <clears throat> right? And it's all out war. And I think this is where this match really shines when all, all 10 guys are in the ring. <clears throat> You're starting to see some some something happened, you know, it feel like it was it was big spots in the beginning, lull in the middle, Owens and Solo kind of like injected energy for a short period of time. Then we get to all ten of them in the match and now now we have a match going and you got guys going through tables. You got like like John has brought up the, the fifty beats of the gallery that they did. Which I thought was a good spot. Like it, it, it you know it was an entertaining spot. Um to have like have them all, do, you know, hook their arms and just, oof, do it. The crowd's going nuts, you know. um yeah,
0: but aside from that, it kind of went down to just like focusing on one or two or three people. Everybody yeah. else is just fucking laying on the mat. Oh, well,
1: there's there was yeah. little there was little little subtle. I, I thought that one of the coolest moments was somebody like, just fart. No, my dog is choking on the bed over here, which dying
0: <laughs> i thought carmine was just ripping it over there just nonchalant no
1: nah, she's nah, just choking um don't mind me peter don't come after me she's old um but it's it literally I, I thought that the one of the dopest parts was you know how the bloodline was outnumbered until obviously roman reigns came in the whole match right because they had the favorable matchups i thought the yep. coolest part was in the end you know roman reigns comes in the ring and everyone sort of like the bloodline rolls next to him and they're just all picking each other up and roman reigns is the only one with energy and the the brutes are on the other side and the bloodlines on the other side and they have like that stare off and it's you know one big faction against the other and one is clearly like decimated but you can tell because roman reigns is in the middle he's like it's all roman reigns like zuplex and i said he's gonna come in and fuck shit up and, uh, and you just felt it. And then like they, you know, KO and all those guys walk into their side and chaos, you know, ensues after that. But that I thought that was a cool part, like the overhead view of both factions staring at each other. It was cool to me.
2: I'll tell you right now, um, KO sells probably better than anybody in the business right now. Yeah. Roman hit him with that uppercut? <clears throat> and he he felt like straightforward into Roman's chest right. just like Shawn
1: Michaels style just yeah and I like
0: how Roman just like slapped him the fuck off of him
1: yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a
2: low-key great it was, it, I mean it's those little things that I see in these matches that I think uh really yeah. drive stuff home for me is like the way KO sells the way uh Sammy sells you know um getting to the end of the match here mm-hmm. We have the like no I'll be honest, like we were we were predicting it midway through and we were wrong. Like there was no there was no turn from Sammy. Um me and John were talking back and forth, being like, it's gonna happen, Sammy's gonna screw him over, especially like midway through the match when you saw the the stuff between him and Jay, like Jay slapping the, him the, and the super the, kick on him. The, the super kick on him, yeah. Absolutely. And then he pulled Jay out of the way anyway, and he was he was there. And then KO hits the stunner on Roman, um, goes for the pin. Sammy breaks up the count and proceeds to beat the ever-living hell out of KO and hits him with one of the best halluva kicks I think I've ever seen from Sammy Zane. KO looked like he took that right in the mouth.
1: Yeah. Um he ate that motherfucker. He ate that. He ate that one. I said at the end. I said that is not what I expected. I I mean, bro, if they could put this mole any further in the bloodline, I mean this mole is so bro, he's so far in, he may believe at this point he's fucking Samoan. He is (laughs) so far in at the end. The greatest bro. It ended phenomenal. First of all, and I, it, I loved it, it. It ended the only way. Actually, it probably could have ended. E- even with everything you and I went through, it's probably the only way it could have ended. And yeah. that, and bro, that last scene after the match, dude, said yeah. it all. Sammy I was, is 100% I was, over. I felt it. I just, Sammy does it, and the crowd is cheering. The crowd is cheering. Sammy Uso louder Jesus Christ can hear this. And it is it they're going nuts. He they the, the bloodline wins and at the end when he looks at Jay, I was like, I'm like, bro, like what's gonna happen here? And Jay Uso like grabbed him, bro. I said that that embrace, it just bro, it made me feel so so warm and cozy. It was the greatest <laughs> embrace in all of wrestling. Jay hugs him. Barrow, he's picking up, he's picking him up. He's like, I'm like, oh man. I said he's gonna fuck the bloodline over. So good, dude. It is great.
2: I love it. I love it because it was definitely something. I don't think. I think everybody was so all over the place with theories about what was going to happen that they just played it straight and they were just like, listen. We're just gonna have sammy just be the bloodline now like that's it and we were just like wow like this they really just went went for it you know i thought it was a great way to end it what do you think steve
0: oh i enjoyed it i i loved the shit out of it i thought the ending was phenomenal but i do stand by he's gonna is gonna take the title from roman and it's gonna be because of sammy
2: <laughs> i i see i i agree with you i think it's not gonna happen for a while but I think, I think that's, that is what ends up happening. No, nah. You don't think so? See, you just I mean, don't want to see KO as champion. You don't nah, want to see him be you your no.
1: I, I don't, like, I don't, see it. I just, by the way, I could watch Roman Reigns be the champion next 10 years. I'll be fine. But I, I, uh, you don't understand. You guys don't, you guys just don't, you don't get it. You really don't get it. I, I Zoop and I are the same age. Okay and you can comprehend what I'm gonna say here. I grew up watching the mega powers. I grew up watching the same wrestling matches, the same feud every single week for years. I watched Hogan and Macho fight over Queen Elizabeth for two straight years. I watched the same things I'm used to seeing the same feud and I think the only way to legitimize a title run and a champion is by keeping them as champion for as long as possible and it doesn't matter what your thoughts and feelings on it, when the title changes, it makes the last person look like, you know, their title run, okay, this is a title run. When people lose a title relatively quick, it's not a run. It's just a title change. Roman Reigns has cemented a title run of epic proportions. When people say the name Bruno San Martino, you're like, wow, Bob Backlund, wow. Bro, these are fucking names cemented in in the legacy of what is wrestling. And um, to, and, and bro, to me... Roman Reigns is, he is fucking legendary right now. And it, it, his title run, the fact that he goes in and we're waiting here at the edge of our seat. You know he's going to lose. You get it. You, you have to, right? Something, to. So you're waiting and you're waiting and you're, and you show up every fucking pay-per-view, man. You show up and you're like, here it is. And you'll wait. And you're like, holy shit, dude, we're at... 900, 800 days, 900 days. You're like, bro, this has got to go soon, right? And and that's why this is so amazing. And it doesn't matter. Oh my God, Christian Watson. Thank you, fantasy points. But I, uh but it just, to me, it, it's so, this is the last run we're going to see like this, boys. Because I, I, I don't see another... Guy that the company Is going to push Like this And I believe This Should have been Bray Wyatt But it's not So it's Roman Reigns Because I think they like put, like
2: I, I see Bray Wyatt is being a guy That they could do For a long run
1: No When they they, they 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 were screwing him around With the title When they finally gave it to him That was it bro Because they, they, I mean, that,
2: was, that was under Vince though We got Hunter in charge now It's different
1: No you're, you're right But does Hunter have another Another run like this under him how many does yeah, he have first, first. i don't know I, I i it's a long time bro like i know i don't know i i, I just I, this is so bro <clears throat> the magnitude is in, we're, we're approaching we're going to approach three. Well, it's, not,
2: it's not ko then who right now
1: it's uh i, I, I think that, last night it's it's go ahead steve you tell me
0: i think that's why he's at such a a, a long title run right now is because there's not that many people that you can actually pick from it's not the attitude era where you had like Stone Cold The Rock Shawn Michaels Triple H you had all these massive names who's really competing with them right now
1: what do you think is the most over superstar right now in the WWE Rollins. I
0: don't know swing Rollins and uh Roman
1: okay so Rollins is the guy that I think will end up taking the title But I think, um, I think that they bring it back to that feud. I think that it ends up being that Rollins is larger than life, and he ends up taking it. And I think it's another. uh, I I know we want to see, you know, The Rock take it off Roman. But I think it's another WrestleMania upset. Oh, that ever happens. No. I think that if if they
2: fight at WrestleMania, I think Roman Roman wins that because then you cement him as the head of the table. Then,
1: oh my god, I'm sorry, my munchkin is up. What happened? (laughs) Oh my god! Real quick, real quick. I think Rollins. I think think Rollins does it. I think Rollins does it.
0: Real quick, this, this is side like side, but not side. If you could have. A team versus team for war games, who would your matchup be?
1: Team for team, war games, um, Yo, like you're, you're, no, 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 no. Current. all, all current. time, all time, dream, oh, dream team,
0: dream on. matchup,
1: dude. First dude. of all, you already, nah, DX, no doubt, Shawn Michaels and Triple H. And and, and talking X-Pac, about the
2: entirety of the
1: no. X? X Pac, excuse me. X Pac okay. and the New Age Outlaws. Um, bro, first of all, that would be insanity. And then who
0: are they the height, facing?
1: At the height of its powers because this is the truest rivalry without ever being a rivalry to NWO. I think, I think that, I think when, when Triple H stormed the gates and DX stormed the gates, looking for the WCW and NWO was there to you know, that was it, bro. That's that's mine, all time. I'd have loved to have seen Triple H so with Hollywood it? Hogan in front all right, of. So all.
2: you got three members of the NWO though.
1: Who, who's the, who you're adding in there? I mean, any of them after. Any of
0: those f- Okay, so no. see, I think this would be a good match for like the Hardys with the Dudleys versus like Edge Christian and some of those. I think War Games was made for that type
2: yes, of rivalry. And I agree with you. And it would here's, be here's so
0: fucking game. entertaining with them.
2: I would put the Hardys on one side. I would put the Dudleys on the other. I'd split Edge and Christian. And and put one on each side. Right? Cuz they came on and they had really great singles careers against each other. So you you rival you put that rivalry in there, right? So you have Edge with actually we put Edge with the Dudleys and I put Christian with with Matt and Jeff. Right? Okay. And then you add in add in two others.
0: Who are you adding? Uh, I'd throw RVD in there
2: I was getting there I'm going to put RVD on one side I'm going to put Taz Prime Taz on the other side and then I'm splitting up Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano and I'm putting them on either side also
0: you think them over some of the old school talent
2: oh hell yeah bro hell yeah you haven't watched enough Gargano and and Ciampa to know I promise you that is a banger match 100%
0: yeah my final two and this is that it's going to be weird as fuck Raven and Al Snow (laughs)
1: hold on a second All right. I mean I would have went
2: Raven and Tommy Dreamer but hey hold on a second
0: or for or for going that then we're going tommy dreamer and uh hardcore holly
1: hold on a second okay. can anyone tell me what their what their dream matchups were
0: well I, we All pretty right, much cool. agree so I'll let soup there tell you
1: yeah mine is for,
2: for for six guys in this match me and Steve agree you got I say you put the Hardys on one side you put the Dudleys on the other split up edge and Christian put them on either side okay I'm adding in prime R V D and Prime Taz. And then just pull from the newer newer age stuff. I'm adding in Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano.
1: Uh listen, super impressive lineup and a lot of carnage no oh yeah a lot of cards which is what i think that's made for i want that but you have to guys i see yours
2: yours your storyline works but you know as a match that that's a dud match
1: yeah but i don't even care i'll watch them just stare at each other the whole time (laughs) i don't even care dude i just 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 nostalgia just for me the, the 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 nostalgic feel and looking at them and looking like
0: I'm. You I'm not. That, that, I'm not watching your match for one reason. Hulk Hogan's in it.
1: Yeah, I don't know what that means, but Hulk. I, I fucking hate there. him. Yeah, and Hogan doesn't care if you hate him. He's a fucking legend. So, <laughs> you know, Fuck him. Fuck him. Hogan hate hey, he you. He's texting me. Good. I'm glad. <clears throat> but I can tell all
2: you. Right, me, I'm gonna pull this. I'm gonna pull this thing back onto the rails for a bit here. We are. Uh, that's the end of uh, War Games. That was the recap, ladies and gentlemen. Before we have absolute war of who, of who loves Hulk Hogan, and who does it? Because John dreams about him in his in his sleep. Every
1: no, day. that's not true.
2: He wishes he was Hulk Hogan. No, um,
1: I wish I was Ultimate Warrior.
2: <laughs> so thank you guys and then Gen Nation uh, for sticking with us for this recap. Um, check us out. Uh, we got more more coming from you from the oversell podcast. We got the theater room podcast going up. Uh, reactions from everybody on everything at this point. <laughs> we have the trivia game that my man here, uh, John is uh, the captain, has been hosting as the Quizard, the Quizard of Oz. Thank you. Very uh, much. it's been going great. Check out the trivia game, check out everything on, on, uh, Gen's youtube make sure you like follow and subscribe let us know in the comments if what your thoughts on war games were um make sure you're uh following us on all social media platforms we're, we're everywhere so become a part of gen nation that's what we're asking you to do yes all we, right we are for me everywhere. for me the captain in one shot we are out of here ladies and gentlemen good night stay safe love you all Later.